You are now jumping into the trenches with the Toulons, Thule and Ralph, where we pull back the curtain on what marriage and relationships are really about. So let's start the show. All right, and we're back. And we're talking about sex. Sex, 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 Lots sex, of sex. sex. We're talking about lube. We are talking about anal eads. We are talking about it all. We are talking about nipple pinchers. No, we're not actually. <laughs> <laughs> What was the conversation about? I didn't get those. I didn't see that in my list of topics. I'm gonna go home. (laughs) But we are back with the dope sex therapist that open relationships, all type of open relationships. Mm. And And why they are not for Thule. (laughs) Or Ralph. (laughs) And we are gonna jump down the rabbit hole. Yeah, let's because do it. they are for actually a lot of people. Apparently, yeah. it is popping out. It here. is popping out here for people in relationships and in marriages. Mm-hmm. So let's jump into this. So for people who don't know, open relationship is when me and Tuli are together, but maybe one of us or both of us is it's, it's like a pass to go and hey, I met you at the movies. It's okay for us to hook up. We just can't be like in another relationship. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so, hey, everybody. Glad to be back with you guys. Um, and open relationships is one of my, um, is fun is the word? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fun is um, topics to talk about because it is so prevalent nowadays. It is. Um, and as a sex therapist, I see it. Um, and I am actually an advocate for it. Okay. Um, if it works well for you, mm-hmm. I think it's amazing because once again, those divorce rates are so high, y'all. Um, we are not making it out. Um, we are breaking up and mm. we have to figure out what works well for us. Um, one of the first things I always like to kind of start off and talk about um My husband, Jabari, and I, we always get in trouble, but we have these debates with other people about how we are not actually built to be monogamous. Mm -hmm. As a people, we this is not how we were built. Look at the Bible. Look at, you know, the Romans. Look at all this stuff. We are not built to be monogamous. Mm -hmm. We're going to go out. Somebody's going to have a fat ass. We're going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, oh my gosh. Is that Idris? He got married. What do you mean? Right. We are not built to be monogamous. Okay. Um, But marriage is the discipline to fall in love with the same person over and over again and to stay faithful to that same person. Yes. So where did these open relationships originate from? Because we know that when the energy and the spirit and all this stuff gets to moving, it's hard for me just to be with this one person. Right. Because that's not the way I was built. Right. That that That's not how it was. But I have to have this discipline, discipline mm-hmm. to say, no, I'm going to stay within this these reins these and within these, yeah. in these boundaries and I'm going to stay with this one person. Um, and so when I speak with a lot of my couples that are in we're going to call them non-monogamous relationships. Okay. Um, this is kind of the pretense of which they start on. So to answer your question, yes, one of the first ones that we talk about with the open relationship um, is more so, you know, I, I have that freedom to go out and have sex with someone else. I have freedom to talk with someone else. Um, I have freedom to date someone else. Um, as long as those things are discussed within your partnership. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when would you, like you said before, you are you know, an advocate for openly if the situation mm-hmm. calls for. So when would a situation call for you saying, hey, <laughs> well, I can remember one set of my friends that I, that were coming to see me. Um, they have been married over 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, kids, successful. I mean, and really good friends. Okay. However, both were cheating. 
Okay. Both had other relationships. Um, neither were really romantically with, um, in love with yeah. one another anymore, but they did not want to give up. And so that was one place I said, hey, have you guys thought about this? Have mm-hmm. you read up on this? Hey, try read this book. See what it says. See if this is something that you will be okay with. Because the one piece that was missing from their quote unquote open relationship was the communication. They just wasn't talking they were about just it. Sneaking. Okay. They were sleeping in separate bedrooms. Oh, you know, yeah. like it was a complete doing my own thing. Right. You know, and I know roommates. you're doing your thing. I know you're whatever, but let's let let's talk about it and we can still because where the beef was coming in now, because now it was like, Well, what do you mean? No, you, yeah. you're actually okay with this. Yeah. And if you're actually okay with this, culture tells us we shouldn't be, but let me open up this door and expose you to a lot of people that are okay with this. And we can still have this amazing relationship and be great parents for our children. So in open relationships, do you, or I mean, I try to play devil's advocate. Let's use non-monogamous relationships. non-monogamous. I apologize. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Non-monogamous. I like to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that it's, this could be a cop out for people that don't truly want to grow within what they believe is marriage or relationship and say, hey, maybe I can bring this up as an option just so you can see that you or believe that I care, but just enough so I can still get do my what way. I want to do. Well, I don't know. I think I might agree with that if it was only one partner that agreed, you know, but if you have both partners that are saying, hey, I still want to be in this thing, Mm -hmm. but I'm not getting my needs met this way. Um, One of the other um, things in non-monogamous relationships is um, polyamorous couples. Yeah. Um, And within that concept, one of their biggest things is I recognize that one person can't meet the needs of Me. this person. Yeah, so right. I, I can't give you a hundred percent of what you need, but I'm going to be, um, let's say selfless okay. enough to make sure that I love you so much that I want you to get a hundred percent of everything that you need. And so I'm going to allow other people to meet those needs for you. And just to clarify. So polyamory is like, I can have another boyfriend or mm-hmm. husband, mm-hmm. um, if so be it, it's not just um, open relationship. Mm-hmm. It's actually we're taking it and being fully committed to someone other than you. Yep. But I'm still being committed to both of you. But with very op- open communication. Yes. Very, very open Because all of us together are communica- communicating. In some cases. In some cases, you have where you and Toulon are in a relationship. Uh-huh. And to- don't you, don't I don't you know. smack him. Mm-mm. But <laughs> Toulon is then in a relationship with Ashley over here. Mm-hmm. You and Ashley are not in a relationship. Right. And so another situation is you, Toulon, and Ashley are all in one relationship. Yeah. So it can be separate relationships. and Paul. <laughs> it can yeah. be separate. Or, and I mean, you have that. You yeah. have where, you know, you have Paul over here. That's in, you and Paul are in a relationship. And I've had couples where it can be this kind of roller coaster where Toulon may have a relationship, <clears throat> you know, say for these six months, it might didn't work out. He broke up. And right. then you might have this relationship with Paul and your relationship with Paul is still Good. going on. Right. But you both are so selfless and so, babe, whatever you need, yeah. you know, I'm that's yeah, okay yeah. with that. I, I am okay with that. Ooh, yeah, this I is guess, stressful for you. I guess I, <laughs> and this is what my question always is, is how do you maintain that same intimacy and love for your spouse if you're intimate and sexual or all of the above with somebody else? It's actually kind of easy, you know, because once again, we were not built to be monogamous to just one person. So I am able to give this 30 percent to this person over here and this 30 percent to this person. You're not giving the full. I'm not giving because can you but 
do I really give a hundred percent of myself in my marriage? And so once again, these are the concepts mm-hmm. of these type of relationships of, of their beliefs. Well, I think you give more than the 30 because definitely if I feel like for me, I can't f- focus on giving anyone like their needs. If it's multiple, like even when I used to date, I didn't like dating a whole bunch of guys. Cause it was mm-hmm. like one, that's a lot of consuming my time. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, if I can just deal with ones and then I can have my days by myself. But if I have multiples, then I might not get those days by myself. And so, but you can add those days in too. You can date yourself, you know, but, and so yeah. it's, it's about this freedom. You know, that's just one of the, and I would say it's one of the beautiful things that, you know, my couples in the non-monogamous relationships has. Mm-hmm. I just have this freedom to let my spirit and my energy just flow. I don't restrict it. I don't say, don't do this. This is nasty. This is bad. I just let it flow. And even sexually, you know, a lot of times people are so caught up in things sexually, they don't just let it flow, Yeah, you know, but allowing it to just flow is a liberating experience for some. Yeah. See, I wasn't even thinking about the sex part. I was just just thinking about the time because like, you know, like just different schedules and things. And I'm just, you know, I am probably just making it too complicated, but it's just like, I'm just like, I rather just. Because I know, like, being in this marriage, just going through, like, the growing pains and things like that, having to do that with someone else, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, I was completely opposite. I had the starting five. And, uh, yeah. And then uh, six women mm-hmm. on the team because I felt that that's what I needed at the time when I was a bachelor. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with that is, is, yes, it gets expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's hard to keep up with. And then maybe I do want to be in a relationship, but I just don't know with who. And obviously, it's probably not going to be with any of yeah, these women. Yeah. It's because I haven't invested the right amount of me within them mm-hmm. um, or with what I have with them at that time period. But I guess I would ask this question, you know, being the devil's advocate for my non-monogamous um, individuals. Imagine if you could have that relationship with all five of them. You know, if if, if you if it wasn't any stress, if it was not, I'm sorry. If it wasn't any stress, if it wasn't, if they knew about one another, they I mean, they literally knew Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They both they all had their days. They knew what they were supposed to do, you know, and they were OK with that. You yeah. know, imagine imagine what that would look like, you know, and so. It might not be for you. And I totally, totally get that, you know, but some people that is their lifestyle and that is okay. You know, that is okay with me. This feels great to me. I don't have to constrict myself to this. And I think I am being overzealous when I say five, you know, and, you know, having relationships mm-hmm. with that right. many. Multiple. But, but I'm still but, like, but two. imagine two or three, <laughs> you know, and this is what this looks like. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know myself too well. And obviously she knows herself too well. Mm-hmm. I just know that for me, that is not, Ideal for me. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that I see that can become problematic in these type of relationships um, is jealousy. Yeah. You know, and so you truly have to know oneself to allow, you know, what does it look like when your wife goes out on a Friday night and you know she out with Paul? Yeah. You know, can you be, but you get to go out with, you know, Ashley on Saturday. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, my wife is with Paul. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Paul goes to (laughs) that. But, well, you know, and so, you know, you have people that, you know, this works well for them. But it is that that I mean, you truly have to do some self-reflecting. And that's the thing, because a lot of people don't or a lot of people think they have. And Mm -hmm. and my thing is getting into those relationships when you're really like feeling someone. So, okay, I got this husband over here. He's great. And so now I got Paul and he's great. Mm -hmm. But then 
as we say, someone starts catching feelings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now when we've been rocking this out for like eight months mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Paul's is like, well, you know, I want Tuesday and Wednesday. Well, you can't have Wednesday because I'm with Toulon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then now we have issues. And then now I get frustrated. I'm like, well, then I don't have to be with you, Paul, because I'm married to Toulon. Well, and, and in those situations, I mean, it's a lot of terms and things we can get into. But you do have a primary and a primary yeah. relationship. And so you are faithful, if that's a word that we can use in this, to your primary relationship. That mm-hmm. is your priority. Yeah. Um, and so um, I have couples, you know, that, you know, have to break up with a partner because their primary relationship was in jeopardy. Yeah. And so having to have... Make that a priority, you know, and so yeah. and 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 Paul has to know that my priority. He might have a primary relationship, right? So we may have to send him back over there for a couple of weeks. See, and I think that for me in my mind that would probably be ideal because I feel like if you have a primary where you are and I have my primary, I think that's that helps and a little bit and, with and, the. And I can honestly say a lot of the couples that I see in non-monogamous relationships have multiple partners yeah. in marriages. And so it's easy for them to, you know, be with this person and this person because they have their primaries. Right. And, then, you know, they can kind of. So for non-monogamous, these are, can no longer be faith-based no, marriages that, anymore, no, that, right? that's untrue. Saying, you know, that's untrue. These still, are yeah. um, very committed um, people to the faith, you know, to their faith. Um, a lot of yeah. Mormons. Um, just, well, yeah, sorry. I can see Mormons. I mean, yeah, but. No, I mean, I have Christian, you know. I interesting. Have, yeah, very much so. Um, but the Bible also tells us not to eat fried chicken and macaroni and cheese. And scramp. And, yeah, and and cornbread right out the right out the and right, pork. right out the church we go to the buffet and, and get, we get it in. in yeah um so that gluttony is a sin as well as well so no sin is greater than the other mm-hmm. and so i'm going to continue to still live my life with that yeah so yeah I, can i throw in a tidbit that i love my husband jabari and i am not in a non-monogamous relationship <laughs> that's where i get paul sounds, from that's her boyfriend <laughs> sounds like i am so babe i love you <laughs> No shameful plug in here. <laughs> that is not. I'm just playing devil's advocate with them. Okay, I'll be home in a little bit. <laughs> so let's uh, talk about another part of this. Okay, is the threesome? Yeah, because I don't know if that's the gateway, mm-hmm. but you know, mm-hmm. most people. The reason why I say, it, like, to me, that's like on my list. That's like your first gateway mm-hmm. to. The gateway drug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you'll do open relationships and then you'll get into poly. Can I tell you a statistic? Go. Do you know that half of the people that are in non-monogamous relationships are not necessarily sexual with all the partners at the same time? I can believe that. Yeah, I can yeah. see. Now I can do that. Yeah. So it's not a threesome. It's not this actual thing that I'm getting into this for a threesome. If anything, if you're looking at it from the negative set, the negative side, I may be getting into it so I can have multiple sexual partners. Yeah. But it's not necessarily so I can have a threesome. And I well, think yeah. that's a myth. You know, but so if I, I can do it without having sex at all, I'll, I'll sign up for Paul. <laughs> no, no, but we're not having sex. But you're emotionally invested. In oh, yeah, else. yeah, yeah. I have some friends that want sister sister wives. They want somebody yeah, to come no. over and help take care of the kids and and wash the dishes. No, I don't want you to help take care of my kids. You can wash them dishes. Wash the dishes. You, know, <laughs> you can do that. Homework. You know, they need they need another friend in the house. You know, so that's something different. But um, threesomes. You know, yeah. just in relationships and partnerships um, can be a really nice thing and something that is new and different in a relationship, something to keep it spicy. Um, what are your particular questions around it? Well, one is that like now is kind of like a fad to me um, is because it's like definitely with like. Um, 
and it's more like famous people mm-hmm. is like you have to be okay with being with another girl to be with in a relationship these days. I don't know. I guess I disagree with you on that one too because I feel like the fad is over with threesomes. No. I, but, but I think the if we call it a fad that may have moved to your non-monogamous relationships. Oh, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's no yeah. longer just a threesome for one night. It's no, let's move the whole well, family. Well, then, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. Be together. You are correct. You know, like, so it, and, but it, it goes back to the, I no longer, I think, um, what was that? Um, they was like, no, you're worth. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. I know I'm worth, so shoot, I can, I can have seven people living up here in this mansion. Let's, right. let's get this in. Yeah. So I no longer have to do this for one night. Like, let's, right. let, let's bring it all. Um, but I do think that threesomes in, in a relationship, it can just add spice. It can be just something different. And so some, sometimes that's the way that people want to go. Um, I think within threesomes, I think it is a, um, a desire, mm-hmm. you know, with something that you see on porn that is just hella, sexual turn yeah. on so it is every person every man's once again generalized guys sorry but it is every man's ever desire right you know to have two naked big booty bitches yes. just busting it down in front of them you know that 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 is the desire <laughs> for it um it's cool <laughs> um and so that you know what where do we go from there because right that is the experience that you have in those moments it, it's to me, it reminds me a lot of porn. You know, it, yeah. it, it is a desire. Okay, so then let's take it to the negative mm-hmm. because I don't understand why it's, I don't want to say glorified, but it's like kind of like okay for a guy to have a threesome with two females, but then a girl cannot have a threesome with two guys because then it's a train, which I don't feel that's yeah, correct. Well, I think to go back, you know, I like to look at the foundation of it. The foundation of it is you have two beautiful women mm-hmm. that are naked. Right. And that is a turn on. Right. Two males naked. It's is a that, turn on. Is that necessarily, and, and two females <laughs> naked to majority of the world yes. is a turn on. Two Correct. big men mm-hmm. naked is that majority of the world. Is this that a world turn now, on? yeah, because it's letters. Well, but <laughs> it is one of those things where it is not as big. If we look at yeah. the percentages yeah. of it, it might not be. So because it's not like the norm right or the yeah the okay fantasy, then it's like yeah, it's the look so down that, upon. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, it's, it's the fantasy of what that naturally kind of looks like. So I think once again, culture is telling us that you know, this is what we should do. This is how it should look. Blah, 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 blah. What you do in your bedroom from 9, nine to 9.30. It's your business. <laughs> you know, so if it is Paul yeah. and Toulon in there, Boom. you know, that's your business. It's you not know, a But if it's Ashley and Ralph mm. in there. It's murder. That's... <laughs> Well, what's got, murder already? I got I, I got bail money. I got bail money. <laughs> but I think that also goes into, you know, I talked to some of my friends about why is it okay for two women to be together? Yeah. And that is glorified. Yes. So in the sense of, you know, and even with speaking with some of my friends, um, when it comes to LGBTQ and yeah. things like that, um, it's so many layers to this that I can go in of how you define yourself sexually yes. and your sexual orientation. Orientation, if you really look up that definition versus who I'm in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is the way that I like to look at it. I possibly want to do something sexually and that's just what I want to do from 9 to 9.30. But does that make me this? 
you know? And so a lot of times for women, if I just want to bust it down with Ashley real quick, oh my gosh, that's so glorified. That's so amazing. You're not going to make me a lesbian from that. I had that experience. It was a sexual experience, a physical experience. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do. Boom. That's over. That's over. Now, if, if Paul and, and Travis mm-hmm. did that. Oh, oh they gay. They gay. Life. Yeah. That's that's gay. They gay day. That's so, gay day. Yeah. It's not a trend <laughs> until you're a repeat offender, right? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. If if let's definitely a black woman. If a black woman found out that Paul and Travis got together and I was dating Paul or I'm in a relationship with Paul, Paul is gay. No, I'm saying based off of what she's saying though, I think what we're saying collectively at this table right. is if you're if it's a one time thing, then you're not. For women. For, so that's what I'm saying about the negative connotation yeah. around it. For a woman, we can go do this with Ashley, and, and I'm not time. considered a lesbian. No, but if Travis did that, he with gave Paul, forever. Oh, he gave forever till he right died, right or wrong. What Chappelle say? He could have never been. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> right he could have wrong. never been with a man. It's never the ever same again. sexual experience. It's the same yeah. physical experience. I just wanted to explore. I wanted to experience. See if that's something but, that I did like. But Paul is gay for the rest of his life. For his life. And when you really look at orientation, we're talking about who I want to be in a relationship with. Yeah. You know, like, it, is this people that I see myself in a relationship with? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can classify yourself with this. But a sexual experience is something different. Right. You know, and so when we talk about, you know, to scoop it back around to the threesomes and things like that i think that we should just be open i think that we should be sexually free and we should not be so caught up on these terms and these words and these names because there are a lot of women let Mm -hmm. me just even speak in statistics um that want to have a female on female experience but then they're scared huh as if within their but then they're scared oh because i'm be gay no people conscious look people conscious Mm -hmm. you know but oh that looks awesome i want to go try that i wonder what that would feel like right but we are so people conscious that we hold ourselves back and we want you know go and have these kind of free experiences once again jumping back to my non-monogamous people they're just free you know and whatever this whatever comes you know whatever way the energy blows me I'm going to be open to that and I am not going to be people conscious. I'm be self-conscious. I'm going to be self-aware yeah. and what makes me happy and what makes me free and feel good right now. So how do we feel about then swingers? Because that's kind of like in this mm-hmm. group mm-hmm. here. Because um, you can be a swinger. You don't have to be married. You don't mm-hmm. even have to be in a relationship. It's just that I'm trying to figure out how this works. It, because what I know for swingers is just that we just go to like a house or something. So once again, I think that was old school. Okay, you know, you know, it's a swingers club here in Atlanta. Oh yeah, well, that's you, what I mean. Not so much yeah. a house, but like, like a, a club, place. Yeah, a place. There are multiple places that you can go, mm-hmm. and basically, let's call it a hookup. And you hook up with different people. Okay, you and your partner typically are there, and they're hooking up with somebody. You're hooking up with somebody. You may be hooking up with a whole other couple, mm-hmm. and you are swapping couples. Um, but things like that, I like. I, I promote them. Like so, the oh, yeah, Atlanta you know, club is a trapeze. Um, they have a couple different ones. They have um, different swingers yeah, have parties. Yeah, you know, to go to different things like that. I say go. I mean, if once again going back to what we talked about last time, when mm. you want to do something spicy or you want to do something different, yeah. you may want to try that threesome, but you're a little nervous. And who gonna know me? Go out of the country. They have plenty of resorts, so they, they have do. like topless resorts and nudity like resorts um, in Jamaica. But that one, oh, I heard no. that was really nasty. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay, we're gonna scratch that. I don't think we have uh we don't have a sponsorship from them. But they have other resorts and I will even plug them um Desire Resort um and Temptation Resort, like they're in Mexico. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. But they have so they're nudity resorts, but then you go there Channel forty eight. But you have channel forty eight. I don't know what that joke is, but if you've ever stayed at like a secrets resort, secrets are for adults. Okay. Old adults only. All of them have the adult channel. Okay. Yes, guys. And and Mexico and Cabo, it was channel forty eight. Mm-hmm. Well, if I can do a shameless plug right here, uh-huh. I am doing a wives retreat next year. Yes. And we're actually staying at the Secrets Resort in Montego Bay. So any of my wives that just need a break because yes. you are taking care of everyone else and you need to take care of yourself, you want to come get some tips, meet us next year, Labor Day at the Secrets Resort, Wild Orchard. Um check me out on the Dope Sex Therapist on IG and I have all the information posted there. And don't so, forget when you so sign Montego up. Bay <laughs> yeah. make sure they, they cancel they, channel 48. <laughs> They got, they got it. Case. They got oh, it. That is funny. That is funny. Um, but yeah, because I just um, like that world. Like I'm, I don't think I'm like prudish when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. But like I wouldn't mind going to like trapeze or something mm-hmm. like that. It's just I just don't want to have sex. So with let me ask else. you: Would you go and watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I would go watch. I would go and have sex. I just don't want to have sex with. Yeah. Someone else. And so there. you can go and have sex with your partner, right? And so you can be with a voyeur. So you can yeah, your voyeur. You can Voyeurism, watch. Yes. Yep, and you can watch. They have rooms, you know. Even down in New Orleans, we were laughing about this, like on Bourbon Street. They mm-hmm. have a place with um, like rooms. Yep, where you can go in and watch people have sex oh, and things funny. like that. And um, yeah, so it's all yeah. type. It's so much stuff that you can explore sexually with your partner that people are not even aware of. Oh yeah, that can be so fun. And it's just between us. I don't gotta know. You know, don't yeah. sister and them ain't got to know. You don't this have to talk about that at Christmas. You, no, no, we're not going to do this at the Thanksgiving table, y'all. We're not going to do this. Gonna do this. Um, <laughs> but you can sit down and have these moments with your partner. Right. And nothing is wrong with them. And so even if you are not, quote unquote, a non-monogamous partner in your monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. what are ways that we can open up our relationship that uh, we don't want to step all the way to that line, but like, we, we'll put our little pinky toe right there. Yeah. We'll see. Because I think that's putting the pinky toe right there. Like, yeah, I don't you know, we, we've gone, but well, we, in real life, I'm, I'm not yeah. saying we have gone, but I'm just saying like, we can go and have sex and, and yeah. give everyone else a show, but then yeah. that's it. And, but yeah. What, but what works for you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Between 9 yeah. to 9.30, that is your business. But if you do, and I think this is what I see a lot of times in therapy, you possibly have one of the partners that wants to experience and do different things. Mm-hmm. And then you have one that don't. That, and yeah. so how do we meet in the middle? How do we explore with that little pinky toe to say, okay, maybe this is enough maybe we can get to this point and i don't feel comfortable going all the way but i will go and do this right i will go there to with to these places with you and we can check it out and we can watch we can and see something different see if I get but i am i am open to exploring with you and I, I don't know if i want to explore with someone else right but, yeah but, but with you but being a little bit more open to that i think it's totally okay okay um so let's get into because i i don't i don't i'm not going to say that is like popular now. I think it is, but you know, if you never knew about it, of mm-hmm. course you think it's popular now. But you know, let's get into since we're kind of here, kind of like because I think with this realm, you get into same sex, yeah. Because if I want to be with Ashley, that's mm-hmm. you know, same sex, but then you know, people are like, oh, no, no, that's regular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't regular. Think, mm-hmm. In real life, I don't think that's regular. I think mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's regular. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. 
Okay. Very regular. We can yeah. call her when we're finished. <laughs> or get beat up. <laughs> but, like, see, if your fantasy is to be with a uh, young lady that still has her man parts, mm-hmm. um, and that's just a fantasy that you want to get into, again, it's like, I guess you say having that conversation with your partner, like, but how do you, because like with the sex club, we can go and then watch and then figure out maybe later we come back and have sex. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then how do we baby step this one? Like, So for partners that want to have sex with possibly a transsexual. Yes. Okay. Um, and how do you introduce that into your partnership? Yes. Communication, the same way that you said but like, here. But that's bigger than. And so let me ask you this. Would it be more so from the guy coming and saying, so, hey, let's even kind of talk about. Um, see, did you guys see the Malik Yoba? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so this this is kind of a very similar thing where Malik was saying that I am attracted to trans women. Right. So, he, like, I mean, it's serious. But I was, was coming from the point of the woman because. Like how we were saying before, if Paul is like, I like the transsexual, mm-hmm. regardless, he's going to be like, no, you're gay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know. Well, I think it's, l- let's talk about it from the man from, his, from, oh, okay. from, from first and then okay. we'll go back to the woman. So Malik was saying that I am attracted to this woman. Right. And he was basically saying, yo, have you seen some of these trans women? Yeah, have you like, seen? <laughs> yo, like you would be Can like, she yep. is banging. <laughs> and then when you find out she's trans, it's like, oh, hell no, 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 yeah. no, no, I can't. Because but it's still are, the same person. But you are afraid of what your boys are going to say. Yeah. What is wrong with me saying, no, I am truly free. I am truly open to who this person is. Right. Um, so I think that's the perfect kind of example if, you know, say a guy wanted to bring, you know, a trans female into the relationship totally think that's the same thing when it comes to the woman bringing a trans female yes. into the relationship i think it all depends on your guy you know is he open is he gonna be malik he will not <laughs> you don't hey, know until you try he will not <laughs> period <laughs> hey, look, next conversation you know I'm, I'm super comfortable with who i am and then my sexuality it was like but and look no no disrespect to anybody. Well, yeah, Look, it's yeah, your yeah. world, your prerogative. Do what you want to do. Not but when it comes to my world, <laughs> I will not. <laughs> what if? So what if we go no. back? Okay. <laughs> so what if we go to, um, like you know, you have the man watch the wife or girlfriend co-coding. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what if you have the this beautiful. Transsexual. I think I'm saying that wrong. Cause aren't they mm-hmm. trans woman? So trans, trans woman. woman. Okay, this beautiful trans woman having sex with your wife. You don't necessarily have to participate. No. So that's all. No. No. Okay. I'm. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't do domestic, so I'm gonna take a five before they finish this up. <laughs> looks I'm not asking for for me, but you know, like some men, they want they want to see their wives have sex with other men. Yeah. So it's kind of like you get a beautiful woman and then you don't really get a man, but you get just a penis. Like I said, it's your prerogative. In my world, no. <laughs> but it's your prerogative. Hell no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah. So do, so do we want to talk about, um, what is it called? Cockoding? What is it called? Cuckle. I think it's cuckold, right? Yeah, Cuckle. I called it cuckolding. I don't. Um, I don't. I didn't know it had a name. But, but it's just. It's another form of different kinks. You know. Yes, that's are, what we need that, to talk about. Kink sex. <laughs> there, there are a lot of different type of kinks, um, and that is one in particular. So a kink is something that is defined as something that would be 
irregular or not culturally accepted yes, or like you know, being within, on within your the norm partner. and things like that. I can tell you guys this story. When I was getting my certification in sex therapy, mm-hmm. I had to sit in a seminar where we were exposed to every type of kink. That's that a lot there though. Was. It was hundreds. <sighs> Yes. And so being certified, it was one of those things where (laughs) we had to be exposed to it because it was like, you need to know who's going to walk into your office. Yeah. And you don't need need to to know exactly what they're talking about. Right. And so honestly, you guys, we sat, I sat in the office and I watched porn for probably eight hours. Jesus girl. And so, and let me be clear, this is not the type of porn that necessarily turned you on. No. (laughs) Um, And so you are talking about bestiality. Yeah. You're talking about um, urination. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. What was the other one? The feces. Um, The feces. Yeah, one, but one. it it um it did something to my um Stunning. my lunch. Two girls in a cup. Um, yeah. yeah, I would think I was good. It was another one um where um it was like um stepping on the balls. Oh, um gosh. and so but the guys really enjoy that yeah. where with the with the heels. Up. Yep, with the heels Do, and they well, step. Can we pause real quick? Mm-hmm. Do they ejaculate? Yes, they, oh, okay. they ejaculate from this, but it's the same thing. So think about that even when you think about BDSM um, and how people um, correlate pain with pleasure. And so that's I one of the people ejaculated from that. I don't know why I just did my no, mind. So everything goes towards an ejaculation, gotcha. basically. Okay. Um, but in that, so that, that that's just a crazy story of mine that I always have like. Okay, it's, it's some other stuff. Out it's here. real out it's, here. It's, it's some other stuff that we have. Um, but <laughs> within that, um, one of them is cold coding. And so that was one that we, we watched. Um, and it, that is the one where a partner, one partner watches their partner have sex with someone else. Mm-hmm. The, the thing about that is, can you scratch that piece? Um, the thing about cold coding in this piece is one partner watches the other one, but in more so of a demeaning way. Um, and so the say one man is having sex with Ashley right. and then Paul is in the corner watching. Right. And while the man is having sex, he's talking about That's what I'm gonna ask how you. weak Paul is and how he like he's is not horrible. there. And, yeah. But it is all a stage act. And but Paul is getting off on this. Gotcha. Like this turns yeah. him on. Gotcha. Um, and so that is just one of those kinks. No, <laughs> <laughs> but there, there are a lot. I mean, BDSM yeah. is, is a kink. Um, that's one of your more popular ones. So, like you said, yeah. uh, what did you say? What was your word that you used? The whips and the chains. Yeah. So whips and chains. Yeah. Your Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Different things like that. Yes. <laughs> so now you we finally get, get a yes. Your okay. input of this, this was like yes and I can no. Get that yes with no. That. You know, but that is how do we correlate pain and pleasure, pulling it together? Yeah. Um, things like that, so people enjoy. You know, stuff like that as well. Yeah. I, I just wanted to touch on that because I think um, one of the podcasts that I listen to, they just do just um, real stories. But some mm-hmm. of the stories come up um, with like, they even have like kink fest mm-hmm. and stuff. like. I, I never mm-hmm. knew about any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, but it was just like one of the stories, how it like actually even brought like a relationship together. Like they were falling apart and they ended mm-hmm. up going to this. I don't want to call it, but kink fest and it, and it really like brought their relationship back. Yeah. Yeah. You have, um, one of the kinks that, um, I think works well in some of the relationships is your, um, dom and subs. Um, and so that really helps to establish some type of rules um, and roles in different type of relationships and also a form of play. 
you know, so, so oh, some, yeah. some, some yeah. play and that I have some, some couples that will go out and even in public, they'll wear different type of vibrating panties oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And the Dom, you know, turns the panties on while mm-hmm. they sitting at, you know, bonefish, right. you know, now that sounds fun, <laughs> you know, but different things like that or, and, you know, and they command them that you bet not have an orgasm. You bet, bet not, not, you bet not, but think about what that brings into your relationship at that point. Yeah. And so as we're talking about, once again, to kind of go back how do we spice this up what are some of those different things that we can do right that's one of those pieces as well kind of like bring this all back to you stop thinking negative about oh I, yeah I can, yeah you know stop you, just thinking negative about sex and think more in a sex positive light yes and what are the things i can do so even thinking about last um last time we talked we talked about um couples that didn't have penetration yeah this is something that some of my couples do too oh, like yeah, these are yeah. little things that they do and this is why i say some of them are so much more connected yeah and because you I have to be a little bit now. more intentional yeah about what our sex life looks like yeah um and so we're a little bit more intentional about our time and the things that we're doing day in and day out for as a person that's just really like 9 to 9 30 <laughs> monday wednesday friday that's all i got it's all I got for you. Missionary. <laughs> Don't <laughs> ask me to do nothing else. Oh, <laughs> straight leg. Straight leg. No dick. No. <laughs> Missionary. Okay. Keep your shirt on. Yes. Let me pull your pants on. Scarf is definitely on. Just hairy up. And he's like, I don't want it. Okay. Well, 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 I was just playing. Wait a minute. Come and give it to me. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take one leg. Yeah, I'm gonna take one leg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so straight leg though. Yes. <laughs> Not doing it with you. <laughs> so I do. What was I going to ask you about? Um. So I want to ask. Does since we're talking about different like things to spice it up, is it um tantrum? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like tantra. Tantra. Thank you. Like tantra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But. How can I guess? Because I don't think a lot of people are knowledgeable about it. Like for me, I learned about it. It still didn't know what it was when I saw it on Real Sex. <laughs> so, and you know how long ago that was if you're old oh, enough. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still a um, very, it, it comes it's, from a very Buddhist and meditation oh. type um, sensuality and sexuality piece. So I didn't know um, that. Yep. And one of the pieces that we like to call is like sinate focus. Okay. And so this is when we are really connecting our spirits and our souls. Okay. Um, and so with, within sex therapy, one of the pieces that we give is talking about massage mm-hmm. and feelings and just being mindful of touch and what that feels like. Some people go the extra mile and that's where they get tantra. Mm-hmm. Um, but just within your partnerships and with what you're doing, um, can you feel this? Do you like this? One of the things that I like to, um, um, suggest to my partners um, is playing doctor, you know, because a lot of times we don't know what our partner's like. And guess what? Yeah. Our partner's bodies change. And so sometimes we got to play doctor. And so somebody needs to lay on the bed. So Ralph, you'll lay down, mm-hmm. you're naked and Toulon is a doctor and he is massaging and he's moving and he's touching and he is trying to figure out, do you like, like this? Gotcha. Why do you like this? Now the rule is you cannot orgasm. Okay. In everything that he's doing, in every kiss that he's making, you cannot have an orgasm and he's going to ask you the lights are on and he's going to most lights on lights off whatever but 
He's going to ask you, do you like this? Does this feel good? What about this? And you're going to instruct him. No, move over there. Oh, go back to that spot. Oh, Mm -hmm. do this again. And so it's a very instructional type of procedure. And so we take the anxiety off the table of not talking and we take the anxiety off the table of having an orgasm because I'm really trying to figure out your body. Mm -hmm. Then guess what? You're going to switch and then you're going to do the same thing to Paul. Sorry to God, but you're going to do the same thing to Paul at that point, Mm -hmm. you know, and figure out what do you like and do you like this and do that or give me this amount of pressure when you're giving me oral sex. Oh, move your hands like this. You can't orgasm, but we're going to do that. Now, when you say you can't orgasm, what happens? You orgasm. What, what, what happens with that teenager? You have an <laughs> orgasm. But do you see the sense of it? Yeah. You know? And so it's the same type of thing, but we're truly trying to learn each other's bodies. Yes. And mm-hmm. I, I, I do like that about it because even when you get into relationships, even for some people who've been married a long time, you, you do your one, two hitter move yes. that you've been doing yes. and yes. you think, yes. oh, I got her. Mm-hmm. I got her. And it's like, but then we're sitting here like, I wish he would do this, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I try to scoot. And a lot of times <laughs> when we say things that can mess up the mood oh, yeah. and, and, and generalized statement, mm-hmm. some guys would be like, well, I know what I'm doing and why is she telling me what yeah. to do? Yeah. And, and, and no, I, I want you to learn how my body has changed yeah. and, you know, different maneuvers and things like that that I enjoy. Let's or that you might have been the man out there and that might have worked yes. for everybody or they haven't said anything. Yes. And then I'm like, I really don't like that. Yes. Or it's, that's nice, but I would rather you do it like this. One of the things that I always talk about often is how how long does it take for a man to get hard? Like two seconds, 30 seconds. <laughs> how long does it take for the average woman to naturally lubricate? Seven four minutes. hours, 12 minutes, it was 12, mm-hmm. 12 was minutes. For the natural woman to naturally lubricate. And so learning your body, learning, mm-hmm. I mean, because we think about like, why don't we want to have sex? Because it take me damn near half an hour <laughs> to get there. I'm tired. I'm yeah. thinking about the dirty clothes I forgot to put in the mm-hmm. dryer. Yeah. The kids lunch I forgot to make. Oh, shit, they got a field trip tomorrow. You start thinking about all these things and yeah. you're like, oh, shit, right. somebody's down there. Yeah. Let me get in. So being mindful during those moments. I always recommend different type of lubrications. Use the lubrications, mm-hmm. use your arousal gels, whatever it is, but you want to use something that's going to minimize that 12 minutes and that 30 seconds. You want to, you want us to meet in the middle somewhere. Right. Because if we can lubricate in 30 seconds, hell, we'll probably want to do it every night too. Right. But it takes us a little bit longer to get there. So what can I use to help me, to get, help there? me get there? And a lot of times guys think it's them. It's not you. No, it's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's not you. You got to warm up. My, my, my body is different now. I've had 17 kids now. I got a stressful <laughs> job. You know, I, I gained weight. Different things have happened. Yes. So I don't bust it down like I did when I was 22. It's, right. it's, it's different. Yeah. So how can you help me get to that point? I've had some people to go on a pledge to say, you know what? I'll give you oral sex every night for the next 30 days. Oh, Jesus. Go for it. Because that will help me. Get to, and this is the man talking to the woman because that will help me bring down that 12 minutes Mm -hmm. and we can have sex. Yeah. If we had sex every night, you have to do oral sex every night. And so sometimes I recommend that to my guys tell your partner, tell tell your wife, tell your girl, I'll give you sex. I'll give you oral sex for 30 days Mm -hmm. if we can have sex for the next 30 days. What you think? Yeah. Tell me that. I'm sure she'll probably say yes. I'm sure she (laughs) will. But you will probably have sex every night. Because or I don't mind. Yeah, because she would probably, it, it eliminates a lot of that time that it takes yeah. to get her to that point. I don't know how we got there, but we got there. Okay. We're on this train now. <laughs> <laughs> so arousal, arousal gels. Mm-hmm. Arousal gels are really amazing. So they are different from lubricants. 
as in they have different type of spearmints. And one of my favorites have L-arginine in it. And so L-arginine, a lot of the guys use them when they go to the gym. It opens up your blood vessels and stuff like that, make you pump mm-hmm. iron and, you know, to be in different pre-workouts and stuff like that. So think about what that does to the clitoris. And that's wonderful. And so it opens up that oxygen. It opens up those um, arteries in the, the mm-hmm. blood vessels in the clitoris. And so you apply it to the clitoris mm-hmm. um, and it makes you arouse. It do not no only not only just makes you lubricate, it actually makes you arouse. So okay. your nipples are hard. Your your arms You're are chill bumps. He, he rubs you on your shoulder. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I recommend these to my ladies, especially when it comes to initiating sex. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that once a month, ladies, remember, you should initiate sex at least once a month, mm-hmm. you know, so that once a month. When you are initiating sex, you put that on, you go down while the Falcons are playing. Come on, baby, we're going to do this thing. You know, I'm good with that because I'm not a Falcons fan. (laughs) Whatever team. (laughs) You don't have to watch your team. But whatever team is playing, he's down there watching the game. Boom, Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Or, you know, you're watching Power. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go or whatever that looks like. Absolutely. Well, I'm here for it. So arousal gels also, are, they're not sold in your Walmart and stuff. You have to uh, contact your passion parties person or your pure romance person. I have one of my girlfriends is a pure romance person. Hit me up, dope sex therapist, um, dot, um, IG, not dot com, but dope <laughs> sex therapist um, on IG. And I'll see you her information, but she's pretty good. And mm-hmm. she gives you 20% off if you mention my name. So oh, yeah. hit me up on that one. Write that down. Mm-hmm. We'll put that in the notes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything for us today? Well, this is a lot. I'm <laughs> a little heavy. Put some shade in there too, but I'm chill. <laughs> you didn't have shade. You talking about Paul? We can go though. He's mad about Paul. Oh. But please tell everybody to hit us up with any questions they have. I'll be around for a couple more months. Yes. Anything you guys want to talk about, please give us some some questions. We want to know what's on you guys. Give us that IG again. The dope sex therapist. And the trip. Yes, we are doing a wives trip next Labor Day. So for my wives that are just tired and they're taking care of everybody else, even my girlfriends, you are just a girlfriend and relationships are just hard. Stephanie, help me out. Give me a couple tips. Me and my girl, the wife coach, we're going to Jamaica. We're staying at Secrets Wild Orchard. Um, we have 20 rooms. Actually, we only have 15 left now. Um, deposit is only 50 bucks. Hit us up. The dope sex therapist, the wife coach. Get the link. Sign up today. Get your girls. Trust me, it's going to be a trip you do not want to miss. Boom. All right, babe. We good? Anything? All right. So until next time. Peace. See you tomorrow.